Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Levi Langer. Mesecha Sosaita has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noyach Stengel Le'iloi Nishmas, Faivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib and Yehuda Zev ben Faivel Yosef. Mesechta Soita Daf Yudches. The Gemara says on top of the Omud that Kosvo al Shenei Daf and Pesula, that if you write a Megillah on two columns, then it is Pasul, Sefer Echod Omer Achmono Veloi Shnaim Vushaloi Shasforim, because it says Sefer Echod and not two or three Sefers, which, as the way Rashi explains, the Pasha Shad of the Gemara, we speak of the Megillah Soita, and we're talking about someone, instead of putting it all on one block of words, placed it, he wrote it in two separate columns, as Rashi says, in the manner of a Sefer Torah, and that's possible because it's the equivalent of multiple Sefers, and it's Nesmait, excluded, because it has to be Sefer Echod. That's the simple reading of the Gemara. The Toysfis over here says that he holds that in addition to the Seposhet Shad of the Gemara, we also have a second din, which is also included in this, and that is, says Toysfis, if a person writes two entire complete Megillah Soitas, and he erases both of them into Kois Echod. So that's actual two entire Megillahs, and that as well is also the Smayet from Sefer Echod, and not two Sefers, because he had two Sefers in the Kois. Likewise, Toysfis also goes on, and he says a Chiddush, which is a remarkable Chiddush, and when he gets and by get also it says Sefer, Sefer Krisus. So Vachenga beget, Toysus says, a person is Megarish his wife by handing a get to his wife. What if he writes her two entire gets and he hands them both to her together? Vachenga nos on law, Shnei Gitten. Hands them both together, Af al Gav, the Chol Chad Vachad, Shalem, who were talking, says Toysus, each and every single one of these gets all by itself independently could have been perfectly usable. Despite that, if you hand them both together, then the halacha is that she's not divorced. Loi she's not divorced with the two together because that's a lack of sefer. Karisos, it's two or three sefers instead of considered to be one sefer. Tosis brings a couple of rayas to this. We won't go through all the rayas. One example Tosis brings is a raya because the Gemara in Sukkot Aflamid Hay is trying to figure out what is the reference in the Torah that you have to take on Sukkot Aperi. The Torah refers to it as a priates hadar, and the Gemara trying trying to figure out exactly to identify how that yields that the fruit that you take is an esrig. Where does it say esrig in the Pasik? So the Gemara goes through a half a minute at one point that maybe you could say that rather than a citron, an esrig, maybe the reference that appears other is to palpulin, the small uh, black peppers. So the Gemara says on that that's impossible. Why? Because if you're just going to take one little small black pepper, that's loy minkere, it wouldn't even be noticeable to the kicha. So Elamai, you're going to take two or three of them, says the Gemara, multiples of them. So that is a problem that wouldn't be a fulfillment because because the Pasuk says Peri, and that's Peri Echod, the Torah says, rather than two, three Peirois. So the Gemara before in the Gemara over there, that when the Torah says Pri, Pri eats Hadar, that's fulfilled by taking one Pri, not fulfilled by taking two, three Peirois. So that's Torah says Raya, it's one of the Raya's he brings to his Yisoyed, that who had then by get, if you hand her multiple gets at the same time, who had then by Megillah uh, Saita, Yemoichik, multiple Megillah Saitas, into the Mayim. In all these cases, halacha is that even though one of them could have done the job, but if you have multiples, it won't do the job. Taisa concludes by uh, making one final point on the subject. Taisa says that by Shoifar, uh, what if I have a per case a person places Shoifar Besach Shoifar, which is actually a sugya in the third paragraph of Rosh Hashanah, puts one Shoifar, fits into the mouth of the other, and fits and blows them together. So the halacha is that if you hear both Shoifar, 
soifer, it have to be not good. But if you hear just the code panimi, only the inside one, because in other words, you're blowing only through the panimi and you're only making a sound out of the panimi, the inner one. So that's yotza. In fact, Tosi says, why are you yotza? Why don't you say that it's considered to be shnei soiferos? In other words, just like we just got through saying that two esrigs is no good because it says one pre pre echod, two gets is not a fulfillment of the divorce. So likewise, why don't you say that two soiferos is not good either? Maybe you have to have one shoifer and not two, three shoifers. So on that, Tosi says that, oh no, over there, it's Bishmi Italia Milsa, Vahole Shama Elokov Panimi. So Bemisting doesn't really speak, the Pasek, the Pasek in the Chumash doesn't really speak of taking a shoifer and blowing it. It doesn't say that in the context of uh, Rosh Hashanah. It speaks about listening, zikhrin to the idea of hearing, hearing a sound, and therefore, as long as you're only hearing one of them, because at the case he blew into the inner one and only heard the inner one, so in such a case, that's considered to be a shmir of one, even if the metzias, in terms of the holding, you're actually holding both. So that's the conclusion of Taisis, and it's a little bit, really, of a bombshell of a Taisis. A Taisis comes up with this chiddush over here, being moichik to megillasaitis in the Mayim is no good, but more than that, I mean, there, they were moichik and nimchak into the same water, but Taisis comes up with chiddush and get to picking up two Asroigim together, handing your two gets together, and these are incredible Chedushim that Tosis is Mamsi because it works out over here based on his understanding of the Sugya. Several Achrenim discusses Tosis and the Minchas Chinuch by the Mitzvah Shinchav Dalet, by the Dalet Minim, writes in Ois Gimel that even though he doesn't usually get into specific details of the individual Mitzvahs because it's discussed in the Paiskim, here he wants to talk about a particular Shailah which is really not found much in the Paiskim, and that is a question of a person who takes two Asroigim together, or he says two Lulavs together, likewise, maybe the same Shailah. Is there a reason to think that you're not Yoytza? Logically, says the Mechazchanach, logic would seem to say that you are, why not? He says that the Rishonim discuss that you're not over on Baltoysev, there's Discussion to be shining, why not? It's not Baltoisif to double the number of Lulos, to double the Ezri. So Baltoisif it isn't. Okay, but are you Yoitza? Sure, it, does, it seems to be that will be the Pashtas. However, it says the Mechaschanach, Lamaisa Toysis and Saiti Yudches, which is our Toysis, is Mavur and Alayne. It says in our Toysis that you're actually not Yoitza because Peiri Echad Amarachmana and not two or three Peirois. The Mechaschanach points out that in reality it's Mavur that the Ran and Mesech of Rashana also hold like this Toysis. It's a short Ran, really. That the Ran, by the, by the Sugya of Long into the two shoifers, so over there it says, Tysus makes mention of this sugya, it says if you only blew the inside one, it's fine, because over there it depends on the aside of the mitzvah, shoifer depends on what you heard, if you only heard the inside one, it's now called hearing two. The Gemara does have a case there, a better case where you blew into both and you heard from both, and the Ran says over there, and the Mechazanah points out that Tysus says it as well, as in addition, that they both say that the psal over there is shnei shoiferes, because you have to take one shoifer and not shnei shoiferes, so actually, says the Mechazanah, it seems the Ran was working with the same analysis that Tysus works over there and Tais over here by Rikos that the, by, it says when it says the mitzvah is Shaifer it's mitzvah specifically one you take two you're not Yoitza it's along the same lines of taking two Estrigs and you're not Yoitza taking two Lulus which would be the same thing also not Yoitza he says and likewise beginning uh, giving the lady the two gets which is quite a Chiddush that you're not Yoitza when you handle the two gets together the Mechashchanach says that even though Tais brings Raya to this the fact is that the the, the, the Turi Evan, the Masechta Rosh Hashanah, takes issue with all the Raya's, and ultimately the Turi Evan says, there are no Raya's to this thing, we ought to go with logic, and logic tells me that if one is good, two is not worse than one, you know, you hang two get there, you pick up two Esrigs, and Sukkis, whatever it is, and why should it be worse than picking up one, and handing her one, and therefore his feeling would be against the Rishayim, against Taisus, says the Turi Evan, he thinks it's Misharasvora, logic would seem to dictate that you are Kibbe with the two Esrigs and the like. And what the Mechashchanah says, that the Turi Evan is very nice, 
nice and it's a very Chosher Achrin, still to argue against the Rishayim and the Taisus and Saita and the Ran and Roshana, to argue with the Rishayim based on Svara alone is very difficult. Even if we feel they don't have Rayas, still Shver to argue on them and the Halacha, we really ought to be Chayshish for the opinion of the Taisus and the Ran that you only get with one answer and not if you, if you pick up two. Now, the Turi Evan over there, which is in Mesafa Rosh Hashanah and the Chav Zayin, really argues on Taisus at quite some length. I'm not going to go through the whole Turi Evan, but pull, pull, pull out a couple of salient points. First of all, the Turi Evan says quite strongly that he doesn't think that the Gemara in Sukkah is really trying to say what Taisus quotes from it. The Gemara in Sukkah should be saying, he's trying to figure out if a black pepper could be utilizable for a asteroid, uh, for a Priyat Hodder, actually. And is that a fulfillment of the Priyat Hodder? So the Gemara says to take one, it's so small it's not noticeable, the tanking. To take multiples, it will be a problem of peri echod, So the Turi Evans says it appears that Toysus understood from this sunya that you can never pick up two asteroids and why have a mind to be used to the mitzvah? And forget, if you even know, know about Toysus, forget about Toysus. It's a problem that it's not a, peri, it's not a fulfillment of peri echod, and therefore you can't be used if you pick up two. The Turi Evans says he doesn't think the Gemara means to say that at all. But the Gemara really means to say is simply that since, if you're talking about what the Chiyuv is, you wonder what is the Chiyuv to take up a Priyat Hodor? It's impossible to define the Chiyuv in terms. It says Priyat Hodor, it means the Chiyuv is to pick up two or three uh, Priyat Hodors, which would be black peppers and palpulin. The Torah is not being a Chiyuv in two or three. The Torah is being a Chiyuv in one. And that's the Pshat. The Gemara works out very well. It can't be that it's black peppers because it would have to be two or three. And the Gemara, that Pusik is not saying two or three, it's only saying one. So black peppers is not. Once we determine what the Pusik is talking about, says the Tori Evan, so we know it's talking about esroigim. It's talking about citrons, esroigim, a kind of a citrus fruit. So once you have that, now I know what the pasuk is talking about. So the chiyav is one. I want to pick up two and be yitzah. So why should two be less than one? As long as it's not paltoisiv, which it isn't. Like the Rishon to speak out. So why am I not yitzah with two if I could be yitzah with one? The Gemara wasn't telling you it's impossible to be yitzah by picking up two. The Gemara was saying that the chiyav can't be defined as a chiyav of two. And since by and that's what it would be, it would be a chiyav of two because they're so small. That is not the correct understanding of what the chiyav is. So it's no riot of toisiv. Likewise, the Torah Evan says that this that Taisa says that if you gave her two gets, two gitten, and you hand them both to her, so that you're not you're not divorced, even if either one alone was kosher. So the Torah Evan says, do you really believe that handing two get to a woman is not going to be yotza? He says he really is very schwer. And Pashtus he brings a couple of rayas in Gitten Daf Peivav. It talks about a person, uh, two people who send two get two gitten shavin to the ladies, and it's confused and mixed up by the time it gets to where the women are living. The, the, the names are the same. You don't know which husband sent this get, which husband sent that get. The names are identical, so the halacha is going to have to be that the shliach is going to have to hand both gets to this lady and both gets to the other lady. So, said the Turi Evan, the simple reading is he hands them both together, and both to this one and both to that one, and that way he's so with one of them, whichever the one that was written Lishma was written for her. So, says the Turi Evan, what are you going to say? Over here is a clear cut case. Uh, you hand the two gets together, it's a failure of Shna Shlayim Gitten, Shloysha Gitten, it's a multiple get together, and yet, from death, Vegan, it's absolutely clear that Adin is. That it is good. Then you yoitz with whichever get you yoitz whichever get is really yours. How could that be? I according to Toisvis, it's a failure because you had the two gets together. So these are rias against the Toisvis or rias to Matcha, the rias of Toisvis. The reality is, says the Tori Evan, he realizes, he realizes, he recognizes that you could Matcha, you could push away that last raya because he says it's arguable, and this is effectively what he feels. That Toisvis' whole theory that if you take two, you got that yoitz, even though to waking one would be yoitz, is only if the two are both equally usable and kosher 
kosher and effective for the purpose of the mitzvah fulfillment. So there, since you could have taken one, you either one alone, and you took both, that actually messes it up. Mashain Kane, if I have, let's say, two guests, one of them is for her, one of them is actually not for her, it's written for some other lady over there in the same location. So over there, they're not two kosher guests, and it would be incorrect to say that either one was usable, and therefore that putting both is going to be an overpower and not good. We're not going to say that because one of those guests is Commander Lessa, clapping this woman. It's kind of like it's nothing. It wasn't written for her, and there's no meaningfulness to her. So you hand the both gets together, it's like handing only one, because the other one, whichever it is, is completely meaningless to the God to this woman. So that's not called two gets. There were two cases of two gets, he says, he could defend the tesis in a case where, simple case, where actually, well, for whatever reason, a husband is married to a woman, Leah, and on a whim, he has two gets written to the woman, he packs them up, puts them together, and hands them together in her hand. That's the case the tesis was talking about. Either get along with culture, you pay, do too many of it, and it's not considered to be a uh, culture. And this is where the Turi Evan concludes, that since there is no riot at Toysis, but also no refutation, no pircha, we're going to go with logic, and logic tells me that it should not be a problem to give two gitten to pick up two esregim. It's more than one, as long as it's not to be an issue about Toysis, which is not by the esreg, it's perfectly fine, and he thinks he goes against the Toysis. We quote already, the Mechaschino says that he thinks that ultimately, even if Toysis wouldn't have riot, the fact that he said it has enormous power, and we can't just be make it against it, even if we think personally, that our Sephora tells us that the Two gets or two esrigs that it ought to be good. Now there is a fundamental principle that's explained uh, by I saw it in the Karenoid over here, and it's also in the Teferis Yankiv in Masech the Gitin uh, with regard to Gitin and the Fchov. The Teferis Yankiv says the same principle that the Karenoid says. There may, however, be a slight difference, as we'll see between the two. Both the Karenoid over here. And the Teferis Yankov and Gittin. You know, the Teferis Yankov was written by Reb Yankov Gesundheit. He was the Rav of Varsha in the late 19th century, a very important Godel, a prolific author of Swarm. So the, um, the Teferis Yankov and the Karenir both say like this. They both say that we have to grapple with the logic behind what Tosis is saying. If I hand her one get, she's divorced. If I pick up one esrig, it's kosher. If I pick up two esrigs, or if I hand her two gets, she's not divorced. How could it possibly be? Why don't you say dal the second one? Like, imagine the being subtracted. Two is not less than one, right? It's more than one, it's not less. So how could the two not include the one? How could it be that if you hand her the two gets, you're not divorced, you, hand, you pick up the two esrigs, and you're not yoyed? So how could anything possibly be? So both of them say fundamentally the same side, which is, they both speak out, the Teferis Yankiv and the Kerenayur, they both say that Tyson is talking about a case so the person expresses a kapeda that he does not want her to be divorced with either get. He does not want to be yoytzer mitzvah with either esrig. Rather, he wants a divorce to take effect by means of the combined effectiveness, the combined koyach of the two get together. Likewise, the case with the esrig was talking specifically where the person said that he does not want to be yoytzer with either esrig alone. Rather, he wants the combination, the tziruf of the two esrig and tzizamen together to be the fulfillment of the mitzvah. If he would not express such a kapeda, then we would surely say that two is not less than one, and if you picked up two, so you ate it with one of them, uh, why should it be worse than one? But over here we're talking about a case that the person expressly stated that he does not want to be yaitza with either alone. It's only, only dafka with the tziruf that he wants to be yaitza, and here it looks like these two are diverge just a drop and they get to their explanation of the tesis. The Teferis Yankiv says that what the tesis is ultimately really saying is that you can be yaitza mitzvah's esrig with an esrig. You can be yaitza you can uh, effectuate a divorce that means of giving a get, a safe increases. But the Torah never was machadish that a person could effectuate a divorce I mean, by means of giving a group combo of a tziruf of multiple sifre krisas. That it doesn't say. Now, if, you, if you're okay with divorcing or with any one of them, then you, that's fine too, because then the one safer effectuates the get. But it never said in the Torah that a tziruf of sifre krisas could effectuate a divorce. And in Meila, is that what you're saying is, I don't want the one to be the divorce, I want a dafka to be the company. 
combination of it that does the divorce, and that, a combination of kitten, was never given a koyach by the Torah to effectuate a divorce. And the same thing he says with regard to the esrig, it says in the Torah that one esrig is the mitzvah. If you pick up two and you have no problem with any one of them being the fulfillment, we're fine, because whatever it is, one of them is the fulfillment. Now, Masha'inkin, if you want dafka that the tzira for the esrig should be the fulfillment of the mitzvah, that's a problem, because we have no source in the Torah for this notion that a, a, a mitzvah's esrig could be fulfilled by a dafka tzira for the esrig, by a combination. The mitzvah is given for one esrig to fulfill it, it's not given for a combination of esrigans to fulfill it. Here, the Karineris seems to say Hamashu is different, the same basic void, but he says that if the person is saying he wants Dafka, the Tziruf, uh, the combo of the two together to effectuate the divorce, what he's saying is that each one alone should have a Mixas Koyach to effectuate the divorce, and together they're going to do it together, because each one alone is a Mixas. The same thing with the Esrig, what you're saying is, Doctor, I want each uh, each Esrig alone to effectuate a Mixas, fulfillment of the Mitzvah. And those are things, says the Karineris, which was never established by the Torah that you should have the ability to achieve. One esrik, an esrik could be full of mitzvah. A get could effectuate a divorce. But that a get should do a half of a divorce and we'll have another one waiting in the wings who'll do the other half. And the same with the esrik, this one does half the mitzvah and the other esrik should do the other half. That was never nishadish at all by the Torah. And that's why it is saying that it's no good. That's the Karinaya. It's a mashu different from the understanding of the Ferris Yankiv because of the same basic idea, but he says the person is saying he wants Dafka, the group, to achieve the fulfillment, not any individual one, the group to fulfill the mitzvah, the group to effectuate the divorce, and it was never in the that the group could do it. Uh, the Karanayur, on the other hand, Alpidar Koi, says a little different. He says that the Pshad is, we're uh, assuming, we're understanding, the person wanted each Esrig to do half the mitzvah. He wanted each get to do half the divorce, and there's no such thing as an Esrig or a get doing half of a din. Now, one final point on this, that Michael Feinstein, over here in the Cheshurim, Michael Feinstein makes one comment. And Michael Feinstein says that his opinion, even if we would accept that we'll go with the Choyl Kamantosis, we'll go with the Turi Evan, with regard to the fulfillment of the Mitzvah's Esrig, the Seistal saying, well, the Torah says that one pre can fulfill the Mitzvah's Esrig, so certainly a whole group of pairs that will fulfill it as well. It's not less than one pre. So we'll go with the Turi Evan and say perhaps, not like Tosis with regard to the Mitzvah's Esrig, that a person picks up multiple Esrig and together is the Yitzvah of the Mitzvah's Esrig. But that's all that with regard to Esrig, but even if a whole like that, with regard to the Esrig, I can still accept the Tosis will be right with regard to the Gittin. Why? So yeah, there's a very basic difference out there between Esrig and Get, that Esrig is a Kiyom HaMitzvah, whereas Get is actually not even a Mitzvah. It's not, it's not a special Mitzvah or Fulmah to give a Get, but rather the Pshat is that Get is a Cheftza which the Torah gave a certain Koyach to. Uh, the Torah identified this Chefet, it's called a Sefer Kri, so it's called a Get, and it gave a Koyach to effectuate a divorce to this Sefer. And Meilu of them, the Remechel Feinstein, we would have to consider the question separately in these two cases with regard to whether a tziruf of Kamacha Feitzim could achieve the same thing. Well, I would have to ask, can a tziruf of Esroigim, a combo of Esroigim, could that achieve the mitzvah's Esroigim? The answer to that may be yes. Perhaps if one Esroigim could do it, then there's no reason to argue that a combination of multiple Esroigim can't do it too. Maybe we'll have to tour even on that. But when it comes to the Getzok there, where it's not just a question of fulfilling a mitzvah, but rather it's a question of whether th- this entity, uh, the entity of a safer crisis of a Get, that's a chafter that the gives a koyach to effectuate a divorce with. Well, is the Torah going to give that Kayach to a Tziruf of Chafetzim? He argues that actually, if there's no mocker, which there isn't, that the Torah gave that Kayach to a combination of a group entity of Chafetzim, then actually there's no reason to say that the Torah gave it that Kayach. One Sefer, a Sefer Krisus, has a Kayach Krisus that the Torah gave to it, you hand it to the wife, and it severs the relationship. That's because a Sefer has that Kayach. Now, Shankin there, a multiple group of form was never given that Kayach by the Torah, and even if I'll, I'll argue with regard to Kiyom HaMitzvah, that a group 
group is not less than an individual, but over here where I'm trying to effectuate a koyach, that the Torah gave to get the koyach to sever a marriage, over here the Torah identified that a single, a sefer has that koyach, if the sefer won't have it, because I'm thinking, that I, won't, I don't want any individual sefer to have it, just the group of the combination of chafetim should together sever the marriage, that says a Michal Feinstein is something which we could certainly accept this idea that it won't work, even if we were to hold with regard to the Asroigim, that Yitz with multiple Asroigim like the Turiyavan. The Gemara halfway down the Yomud considers a question. Boy Ravashi. Ravashi raised a question. So what's the halacha if a person spilled some of the May uh, Saita, uh, you were in the Moichik, the Megillah into it, and you spilled some out, and you only have a little bit left? Is she only able to drink the little bit that remains, and will that do effectuate the same Koyach Will it be the same effectiveness? Uh, with just the mix as remainder of the Mayim, or do I have to dafka have all the Mayim? This is the Shiloh that Ravashi asked, and the Gemara says, we live with a Teku. So Teku. Now the Rambam, when he brings down this then in Hukha Saita, in Perik Dalet, Halacha Yer Aleph, the Rambam uh, brings it down in a manner that in- indicative, it indicates a number of Chedushim. First of all, the Rambam says, Nishbechu HaMayim, if the water spilled out, you have to write another Megillah. The first Mayim spilled out. You moichik the Megillah into the Mayim, and the first Mayim, the water spilled out. You have to write a new Megillah, or maybe Mayim Acherim, with a uh, more water. That's the first thing. We'll come back to it. That if it's spilled out, you have to write a new Megillah. Uh, what about the second case in Rambam? That if you spilled out some of the water, and there's a little bit left, some of it is still left. Could you just drink that little pot that remains and have that be considered the fulfillment of the Mesaita? Could the water drink that? So the Rambam says, and you know, remember the Gemara obliged with a take. We left it with a, a lack, with a resol- no resolution on this question. So the Rambam says, Lo You should not give it to drink the rest of it because the take whether it's effective, so you can't give it to her, you'd have to drink uh, more water with the Mesaita. However, says the Rambam, if in fact the the you were mashka the soita this small amount of water that remains then after the fact but the evidence is considered to be kosher so those are a number of points in the Rambam let us examine carefully uh, these elements of the Rambam one by one. First of all, the Ursa Mech discusses the last point in the Rambam. With, remember that the Gemara left this shadow with a teku. You spilled out some of the water, you have some remaining, could you just drink that? Teku, says the Gemara, we leave it with a, as a question. The Rambam, Paskins, the Chathchila, no, but the evidence is okay, and you don't have to go through the process again. The Im Hishka Kosher. The Ursa Mech, in Hilchot Yisuri Bia, that's what it happens to be in Perik Yudches, the Yosemech asks on this Rambam, he says it's very schwer actually, because L'chayra, since you're saying that it's a suffix, if this water is going to have the effectiveness, because it may be totally not not effective, it's, it might be totally puzzle actually, because a part of it's spilled out. So who says it's effective? It's a suffix in the Gemara. If in fact it's a suffix, it's effective, then how could the Rambam say that the Yevid, in Hishka Kosher, on a suffix which is unresolved, the Gemara learned Nizu at Ateku, and this woman may not have been this barer, may not have been determined or proven to be with Teres Remember that normally you may give the woman the, the May site that she drinks it, nothing happens to her. So then it's considered to be assumed that it's verified that she was kosher. And if we can go back to live with his wife and have Rabia with his wife, which until then he had actually been also called one that she was a Saita. But, Frek the Ursa Math, that's good if it's a Vada drinking of the May Saita. Mashenkin, in our case, it's only a suffix after some spilled out, because they were obliged to take So how could the say that the evidence is good? Why don't you say, I don't know, if it was Nisbar, if it whatever, then demonstrated that this woman is not a scientist. It wasn't demonstrated because it's only a suffix what she drank. So just like she was puzzled till now, why doesn't she remain puzzled? That's the question of the Ersameach. The Ersameach actually comes up with an interesting answer to this question. 
Because the points out that Be'emes, this whole idea that once a lady drinks the May Saita and she doesn't die, so it's verified and determined that it must be she's not a Saita, there are basic questions on that because if we're going to have the Sugis coming up, the Schus is Toila, Be'emayim Hamorim, right? Schus is Toila, so if she has a Chusim, she has special merits, so even if she is a Saita, it's going to cause that she won't die, at least she won't die right now. So Be'emayim, how does the person ever consider it verified that his wife is not a Saita once she drinks and doesn't die? Maybe she had a Schus and it was Tyler, perhaps she's still a Saita, and therefore, how does it ever determine that she's permitteris labala once again? How do you know she's permitted once again to her husband after she drinks? Why is that? Maybe nothing is determined, because maybe she was just a schus Tyler. Then, the Mr. Sameath points out that Tyson Davov earlier in Saita quotes the Yushami, and the Yushami says that once she drinks, she's permitteris to the husband, and we are not chayshish, we don't worry, we don't suspect that maybe it was really just that the schus was Tyler. Good, Yushami says that. But it's not explained what the reason for that Yerushalmi is. Now, the Yerushalmi says like this, that Be'emes, the truth is that every woman has a cheskas, muteris lepa'ala, a cheskas kashrus, and till then she had always been permitted to her husband before the incident with the Saita came up, so she had a cheskas kashrus beforehand. Nor was then. What asked her to the husband, there is the fact that she has a reyasa in the cheskas kashrus, what's called a raglayim udover. In other words, that there's some indications, some indicators that things may have changed, and there's sufficient indicators, sufficient raglayim udover, that we don't just maintain with the original hazaka. So since he warned her, he had a kinoi, and plus he went through a stira, so therefore that's a raglaim ladavar that takes her away from her old matzah, from her old halacha. What happens when the lady demonstrated a certain courage, a certain self-assurance? That's what she showed, because she drank that water. Amaisa, it obviously takes an enormous uh, self-assurance to drink that water. It's, it could be the water will cause her to die. It's a tremendous, very big thing. So she drank the meisaita. Once she drank that water, that is a, a sufficient demonstration of a self-assurance that it removes the raglaim ladavar. Now, this this, this special indicators that we had that there may be a specific problem here because she had kinia and stira. So the demonstration of self assurance when she drinks that water later on that removes its oikah the reklam ladavar and may like go back to my regular rules of the chazaka the meikara and the cheskas kashrus that every lady has. So it comes that that's the way that may say to work. It's not necessarily that the lack of dying is the indicator that she's innocent because that could have been schos but rather that a kapana she demonstrated a courage and a self assurance by going ahead and drinking that water which could really kill her. So that at least is a sufficient demonstration that it removes the raglan over the indicators that she really she is a surah, that we blibe therefore with the regular that with the original Chazokta Meikara, and she has a Cheskes Kash. So that's the way that the Mayim always works, as Okta Ursa Mech. He says, and Mayim over here, he says a very interesting thing, that this woman, she doesn't know that it's only a Safek if it's effective and it may not be effective. The woman didn't learn the Gemara, so you give it a drink, it's a mixed spot, part spilled out, part of it's still there, and you gave it a drink. It took the same same enormous self-assurance, the same enormous amount of courage, the same thing, even though it may not be the real McCoy, the real May Saita, what's the difference? It's as far as she knows it's the May Saita, she doesn't know the difference, and therefore, consequently, she went through that process of demonstrating the self-assurance. So even if you're going to tell me that it's only a suffering, if the May Saita is effective, when it's part of it spills out, and maybe we don't have a true, necessarily a true May Saita here altogether, the Alpha Pien doesn't even matter, Doctor, because once the woman went ahead and drank it with the thought that it was a May Saita, with the recognition 
condition she could die if she's guilty and she drank it anyway, so she's shown that self-assurance, so the male, therefore, that's enough to take away the raglayim of to weaken the indicators that really she is asura, and maybe we have a regular woman with a cheskes kashrus and she has materis labailo, and that's why the Rambam says, says the Yerusha that the woman remains Muteris Labala, she is because Mutter, if she drank this Safek Meisaita, very remarkable stickle player. It's only a Safek Meisaita, but by giving it a drink and not telling her a thing, and she has the courage and the self assurance to drink it, that achieves the Raglan Ladava, which will enable her to fall back on her original Cheskis Kashas. That, that is the Ursamech. The Karenaira on this Gemara raises a basic question. The Karenaira says, the Gemara is speaking over here about where it's Nishpechu, it's a part of the May, Saita spilled out and fell onto the floor. So at the Karenaira, if you would be able to, the floor would be a smooth floor and a hard floor, you'd be able to scoop it up and take it and put it back into the Kaili of the May Saita, would you be able to do it? If you could it back, if you could it back into the Klicheres, where the May Saita is held, would you be able to scoop it up and put it back? So that the Gemara doesn't really say one way or the other on this. The Gemara simply says, if it's spilled out, then there's a little bit left, and she drinks it, we have a soft fig, if it's a fulfillment of her din, it's really not before in the Gemara whether when it's spilled out, is it, did it get leached into the soil, into the floor, and that's why you couldn't pick it up again. Is there some etzim din that it's impossible to pick it up again once it falls down? We don't know from the Gemara. However, the Rambam, he says, does have language as an indicator on this matter, and the case of Mishnah as well, actually makes the diak, and that's the Rambam we mentioned before, the Rambam says, so the Rambam says there's only one thing to do. The water spilled, just bet another one. Dissolve it again into the water, do it again. Go take it from the top. It's clear in the Rambam, apparently, that he understood that the person cannot just scoop up the, the Mechat, Mechat, which fell down and put it back in the Klichas, but rather he has to write up a whole new Megillah. However, the Kerenir says it's Torahian to him what the Rambam's mocker, but his source on this matter could be. He doesn't know of any source at all that the Mechat falling on the floor would preclude your ability to just go ahead, scoop it up, pick it up again, and just use it again as a Mechat. Where did the Rambam, apparently, where did he get this thing, a mocker for this thing, that the Mechat become totally nifsal once they fall on the floor? Rav Shach, in the Avi Ezra and Saita, has a discussion about this Karenarius question, and Rav Shach says, let us extend the question one step further by considering a parallel case of dam of a carbon. A person has dam of a carbon, which he did a kabbalah into a klisharis, and the dam falls on the floor. What will be the din then? Are you allowed to scoop up the dam once again and put it back into the klisharis? So grab this whole sugi in Mesech Tzvachan about this, and in the case that Rav Shach gave, in other words, the dam was in the klisharis, already had its kabbalah, and then you fell on the floor and you scoop it up and put it back, the Gemara is clear that the dam is perfectly kosher. In other words, says Rav Shach, that there may possibly be an actual steer here in the Rambam's psokim, as not just a question from Svora, as the Karenari puts it, but an actual possible contradiction. Because whereas the Raman Paskins, in, in the halachas of Kabbalah, he passes the sugi in Zvachim, that once the time was in Kabbal and the Klisharis, it spills on the floor, you just scoop it up, put it back in, and you could do the halacha and the zrika with that time, it's still kosher. However, over here, by the Meisaita, the Raman himself is indicating that it's vacared by the Meisaita, that if the water spills out of the cup of the Meisaita, then for some reason you can't scoop it up and put it back in the cup. And it's a very schwer, difficult set of shaft to understand the distinction. However, Ultimately, Rav Shach comes out that the following is, in his opinion, the correct approach to understand the chiluk, the distinction between the two cases. Says Rav Shach, if you think about the case of Dam Kochim, there is a din in the Torah that the Dam, when it's a scabble bakli, the Dam acquires certain halachas. In other words, we even had a Gemara about it in Saita just a couple of days ago, that the Gemara speaks about the Kiddush Kli, which occurs when the Dam goes into the Klisharis. In other words, the Dam has one level of Kedusha until it's a scabble in the Klisharis, and then when it's a scabble in the Klisharis, during the 
receives a higher level of Kedusha called a Kiddush Kli. So Rav Shach says, in addition to that, says Rav Shach, uh, there's Dalad Avoidus Hadam, that every Korban has to go through all four Avoidus, which is the Shechita Kabbalah, all four Avoidus. And the second of this set of Avoidus is Kamala. So therefore, this is a step in the process of Avoidus of a Korban, to do the Kabbalah. It's a, not just a step in the process of Avoidus, but also even on top of that, that it actually effectuates a higher level of Kedusha in the Dam. It gives it the Kedusha, Kedusha's Kli that the Dam lakes, the lakes into the Dam. So therefore, Zakhtar Shach, even if the Dam will subsequently fall on the floor, make a difference. The Kali achieved what it was meant to achieve. It achieved that you did the a step of the avoider, the Maisa avoider called Kabbalah. It effectuated it achieved that the time got a higher level of Kedusha, Kedusha's Kleber going into that Kali. So you are too low if you already achieved with the Kabbalah, all the Kabbalah should be able to achieve. If the dam something will spill out, what's the difference? Doesn't make a difference to spill that. Just pick it up, put it back, and go go right to go on to do the rest of the avoiders, the Loch and the Zika. Masha'inkin over here, as Shach says, a subtle point, a darker stick in a kuda with the God the Shach says there's actually no avoid or anything any, all remotely similar to that than a Gaya taking the dam from, I'm sorry the water from the Kior and putting it into the Klishores and putting it, I'm sorry into the Klishores there's absolutely no avoid whatsoever involved in taking water from the Kior and putting it into the Klishores it happens to be that you have to have water from the Kior in a Klishores we discussed this passage you have to have Mayim Kedoshim water that came from the Kior has to be in the Klishores but that does not mean there's a special avoider that's called when you do the avoider, the activity, a special activity of taking water from the kir and putting it in klishore, so that's to fulfill one step of the process of being mevara, this woman. It's not so, says Rav Shach. You have to have water that came from the kir and is now in the klishore, but to do that, to, to give chashivas to the maisa of filling the klishore, the kli, I'm sorry, the klishores from the kir, that is uh, no chashivas to the maisa, and there's nothing significant that was attained by it. And Mela says Rav Shach, when I have my Mayim Kedoshim, which is inside of my Klicheres, the question I ask myself is not, did I already achieve one of the Avoidois and the Seder of Meisaita? Because in fact, there is no such thing as Avoidois and the Seder, and you didn't, there was no step called filling the Klicheres from the Mayim Kedoshim from the Kir. There is no such step. But the question I have to ask myself is one question, only one, and that is, is the water that's in this Klicheres, did it come directly from the Kir, from the, from the Klicheres from the Kir, did it come straight from there? And the answer to that is, if it came straight from the Kir, the answer is yes, but if it fell to the floor and you want to pick it up and put it back, then the answer is going to be no. It didn't come straight from the Kir, rather it actually came from the floor rather than from the Kir. So the Shach, the one halacha that I do have about this Mayim Kedoshim that's in the Klicheres, it has to have come straight from the Kir. That's why if it fell down from the ground, I can't pick it up and put it back because it's going to be a chasara and it's going to be a lack of this label of having come directly from the Kir. By Dam Kodshim, that's not the question to ask is not did this come Dam, what's presently in the case, did it come straight from the neck of the animal or something? That's not the Shiloh. The Shiloh is, did it go through the avoid of Shechita, followed directly by the avoid of Kabbalah? And the answer is yes. And then after, only afterwards, after the avoid of Kabbalah, the Dam spilled out. So over there, since since you went through your two steps of your avoider, you can go right ahead, uh, put the gun back in, and continue the avoider with the halacha and the izrika. The Gemara, the Mishnah, actually, on top of Amid Beis, brings in the sheet of Reb Meir, if the Rambam happens to paskin like Reb Meir, the Reb Meir says that one of the things that's implied in the double lotion of the Amra Ha'isha, Omein Omein, the double lotion of Omein Omein, which Chazal tell us allows us to megalgel shvu, to take the primary shvu, which is that she's to her right now, uh, from this incident, and also to megalgel on her, to roll over onto her with a gilgel shvu, a process, other shvu is in addition. So the Shita is that one of the things he'll derive from the Omein Omein is Omein Shaloi Mitzmesi, 
that I won't be tummy in the future. So, as it is, this uh, oath that she's taking is allowed to include not just the past, according to her mayor, who we pass can like, but even to include the future. Now, what happens, Taka, if she took this oath and this water? Right now, she is in fact Tahira. But at some future time, see, she went ahead and violated the marriage, and she went ahead and was Mazana, and she became a Saita. So, what's going to happen? Are we going to say that that water that she already drank, according to her mayor, is going to be able to be effective even for that future time? Because, after all, part of the Shavuot Sa'ola is on the future. So the Gemara comments on this, the following comment. It says, Tanya says, the Gemara halfway down the Omud, the Brisa says, Not that Rameya means to say, when he brings down this Omen, the Omen that I won't become Tomei, he's not coming to say, if she will become Tomei, that the water is already from now, already from now. In other words, that she's drinking now, today, and today she's not a Saita. She's not Tamea. But, in fact, she, in Shemayim, they know, he said she's going to miss on a couple years down the line. So maybe you'll say that the water is going to already kill her now, already now, because of that future thing. That's not the Pshat. And may rather, what is the Pshat? When she becomes Tomei, when that future time occurs, then At that point, the water will be Ma'ar'er her, and will be Boydik her then. What does the word Ma'ar'er mean? How does Rashi translate that word? The water is going to go back up into her throat. In other words, apparently there's something left. You know, maybe a couple of years ago she drank that water. But in some manner, Rabbi sees to it that some of it becomes left. And the water goes back into the groin. It's somebody like a person who's choking on water. near a In other words, that's the sound that a person makes when he's choking on a liquid, choking on water. So, a remarkable thing. The Gemara says, don't tell me the Pshad and the mayor is that if she's destined to do a, a chet of HSH at some future time then she'll die already now that's not the pshat but rather the correct pshat is she dies then not now I doesn't know where's the water the water is it goes back into her throat and it kills her then very remarkable piece of Gemara the Menchas Chinuch and Mr. Shin Samachov writes that he has a big problem with this Gemara he says it's a Temua to accept that the Gemara could even have had a Hava Amina which accords with the Hava Amina that the Gemara expresses over here in other words that since that the Rebbein Shalom Knows that in the future this lady will sin. So do the aver the chetayshesish. So even if right now she's perfectly knocking from the chetayshesish, the heaven the one that she'll die already now because the rebbeinu shem is gedia of the future. And the maskana is no, she doesn't die now; she dies later. For ektemichaschinuch, what was a half a minute? It doesn't make any sense. Everybody knows that there's a number of mekaymets in Chazal, particularly that the famous gemara in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, that the gemara tells us, and we Chazal tells us in a number of places that the rebbeinu shem was only down a person by asher husham. That's the gemara Rosh Hashanah by asher husham. So by the Gemara understands the positive to mean that you only judge a person in accordance with the, the bunch only judge them in accordance with what they're holding right now, not in accordance with what's going to happen to them at some future time, what they'll do some Aveira at some future time, that the Yishma'elim and the Pasuk over there, that the Malachim wanted to uh, put Yishma'el to death, that he should die, and the Rebbein Shalom said, Kishom HaLakim Al-Kanar Ba'asher Husham, that uh, the right now Ba'asher Husham, Yishma'el was not a Russia, even though his descendants are going to do terrible riches to what they didn't, Tebish is not going to be done on him now for the future. Im Kain, even Ahava Amina and now Asuya that we're going to um, that we're gonna that in Shemayim they're gonna cause this woman to die based upon some future Aisha Sish Chet which is could be possible years down the line and by Shehu Shem is not even in the world.
So in the Torah to this Kasha, there is actually a very big Machloikas HaAchroinim. Rabbi David Parr, though, in the Sefer Sefri de Beirav, one of the classic Meforshim on Sefri, so he raises this question as well, and he bites the bullet, he says, that in fact there are exceptions to Ba'ashe Husham. It's not an absolute. We do find, on occasion, that the Vosham will be down a person according to what they're going to do in the future, even if they haven't done it yet. And he says the classic example of that has been Soiru Moira, where you have the kid is going to do the Aveira, He's going to eventually be molesting the Brioits and etc. So even though right now he didn't do any of those things yet, that the Ben Soira Moira is Neragal Shem Soifoy. And he says that the Elium is Rachi asked the Kasha, what happened to Basher Husham? The kid right now is not yet uh, being molesting the Brioits, so he's not doing the Avera, so what are you punishing him? The Elium is Rachi answers that since you already see in the kid's actions, he's doing the actions already now. He's stealing from the parent a certain amount of meat, wine, he's buying the meat and the wine, drinking it, consuming it. So he's, those actions are indicative of a Mahalach that's all already begun, and which is going to continue into the future, till he reaches the point of Malastim, Asabriyas, etc. So therefore, says the Rebellion Mizrahi, since the process actively began already, we don't apply the Basher Husham. That's his very big Chiddush. The Abdullah Parado, in the Safri de Veira, wants to say it's similar over here. Even though this lady happened to be that she wasn't actually Mizan and Mamish by now, however, she certainly began the process of leading it to, to, to in the path of Znus, because the woman warned her the Kinoi, and she was, did the steer anyway, Kinoi the steer. So even if she's Mamish uh, not uh, Mazana at the present time, certainly the Mahalach was already begun, the process was begun, which will lead her to eventually doing the Asia Sish, and if the Bernstein knows Klapishmaya, that in fact she will do that chant, that will kill her, he'll kill her already now. And that was the Hava Amina of the Gemara, the Maskona. It's not like that, we don't say that, and the, and the water won't be effective now for what will happen later, but you can understand this Hava Amina, he says, and it's not Shver. It doesn't have, we don't have a Shver Kai from Bashir Husham. However, the Mechas Chinuch doesn't hold like this. The Mechas Chinuch says that he believes he cannot learn the Havaman in Kapshutai, there cannot have been a Havaman in this Gemara that the water would kill her already early on at the early time when she still has not yet done this nurse. So what is the Mahalach, the Shakavatari, the Havaman and Maskon of this Gemara? That the fundamental question that we're raising is, certainly we know along that she won't die till later, but what is it that's going to kill her later? Is it the Shtia that she's doing now which already places into her this potential killer mechanism within her, which is activated later on, when she does this nurse. But the Shtia of now, that shtia of the present time has that koyach to put a mamus within her, which will be activated later. That's one mahalach. Or the pshat is, like the Gemara actually comes out, which is actually the shtia of right now, at the present time, doesn't have that koyach yet. But like the Loshni Gemara is, and an interesting thing, that later on when she does this nus, the mayim is ma'arerinoi, so like Rashi says, that apparently in some manner the water returns to the throat, and at that point, the water acquires the koyach then, which should be able to mamus her at that time. So we know that she won't die till later, both the Havana and the Maskana. The Shaila is, is the original Shtia, that which is going to cause that death, even if it's the late action, or it's later on the water returning with Sarkroina. And there's a big Nafkamina, Lahalaha, says the Mechaschinah. And Nafkamina is that we know that the Baal has to be Menukha Me'ovoin in order for the water to be Baidigas Ishtai, right? That's the famous Nin, the Pasuk is Veniko Ishmi Ovoin. So only if the husband is free from Averos of Arayos, Averos of Gilead Arayos himself, then the water will be the wife. If the husband is not himself, he's not free from a virus of such type, then the water won't be put to the wife. So, what happens if the husband 
was not, what, the husband was free of Arias. He was Noki may avoid at the time of the original steer. When she drank, then he had not done any affairs with Arias. But the Shas, later, by the time she gets around a few years down, to being Mazan, the husband has done an affair with Arias of his own. And he's no longer in the half of the Gemara. The about that the original steer is the mamish that puts the koyach of kill, the killer koyach within her. So therefore, at the time of the original steer, the husband was knocking the oven, and therefore the water gets that koyach. It's a delayed action mamish, but it already has the koyach of being mamish now. And in Mela, when she mezana later, the water will kill her then, without regard to the question of whether the husband is knocking the oven at that later time. That's the havamina. Mashiach in the Gemara holds that the koyach of mamish is not placed into the water until later on when she does this nus. That's what the Gemara means when it says this in Tessanta Metzios that it speaks of, that the water at that point returns to her throat and it's ma'arinoisa it goes back to the groinus. So the water gets the kayach ha'memes then. If that's the case then we have to look at the question of whether his menukah may oven at that time. Is the husband free himself of sin at that time? And only then will the water be memes. So the nafkemena, how many maskana is in this case, husband was knocking me oven earlier on, not knocking me oven later. Maskana is going to hold that the water won't be memes her at that, in that state, in that situation, because we look at where the husband is knocking the oven at the later time when the water acquires its koyach to be mamis. There's a similar, you saw it, a similar issue that's discussed in the Achroinim, the Negev, to answering a big question on the bottom toises on Yud Chesem Aleph. On the bottom toises on Yud Chesem Aleph, by, by the sheet of Rameir, that's what the toises discusses over there, that Rameir says that she swears, Omen, that she hasn't already sinned, Omen, that she won't sin in the future. Toises over there quotes a one line, Yerushalmi. Taisa says, you shall me, you shall me, says, Not that Rebbeah says that the water is boidek already from now. Ella rather, Hamayim poikdin ba, pekudin ba, lechsheti tamay, Hamayim boidkin oisol mafreya. So it's not the pshat that the water will already kill her now if she's eventually going to sin. Rather, the water is pekudim, it sort of remains in there like a pekodo, it remains within her guf, so to speak. And then later on when she does the avera, so the mayim is going to be boikin oisol mafreya, the water will check her out at that time. So, there's a very big question here with the Achorim, a number of Achorim ask, which is, this Yushalmi, the Taisa quotes, is almost identical in concept to the Bavli that the Gemara says in the Bavli later on, on the Bay, like we quoted. It's the same Havim the same Maskana Lachorim. The Havim was that, that she already going to die now from the water if there was a idea in Shemayim that she'll eventually sin. So both the Yushalmi and the Bavli reject this Havim and rather, what we're coming at is that the water is, remains within her, so to speak, and we'll check her out later on. So why does Taisa quote a Yushalmi me, from the, from the end of the earth, he goes all the way over to the Yushalmi to quote this thing. Well, the Maisa, the same exact question, is the same exact thing is discussed already in the Pavli, same thing on the Mabez. Don't say it's a killer now, but rather it's going to happen later. What's the difference of Bavli from the Yushalmi? The Sefer Mincha Harev over here, one of the Achorim on Saito, brings a terrorist from a, a gore earlier Achin, the Korban Chagiga, or early Achin, which is sometimes quoted in the Mishlamach of the Saito. So the Korban Chagiga wants to say that the Bavli Shalmi actually disagree about a point, and that's why Tessa brings it. He's coming to tell you uh, that the, the simple reading would be in the mission would be going with the Yushalmi, and he's laying on the groundwork by bringing this Yushalmi, and later you'll see that the Bavli has a somewhat different approach in the Yushalmi. It's actually a Machloikis. What's the Machloikis? It's the that the difference is that the Bavli's language in the Maskana is that the water is going to ma'ar it in Oisal later on, which Rashi says the water comes back later when she does the 
very years now, and the water is boiled then. the in the maskana is that the mayim is pakudim, but the water remains within there. when she sins, Now the lashon of afreya is not mamish because forget we just got through saying that she doesn't die originally at the original time when she's originally drinking the water. However, what the Yushami uh, does mean to say, and the the Yushami means to say that it's not the pshat like the Bavli learns that there's a new shtia on her part that takes place later on and the water goes back to her throat like Rashi speaks at and there's going to be a badika of the Mayim later. That's not what's going on. Rather, we rely on the original shtia, that original drinking of the water, the water miraculously in some manner remains within her. The water is nishar within her. And at that point, when she does the affair later, the Mayim Boitkin Islam Afreya means that original water, the original shtia that she drank original early on, that shtia will have its effect delayed, a delayed effect later on. And Zok, the Korma Chagiga, and the Mechareva, and Afkemina is the exact same point that the Mechas Chanuch brings out. It's an Afkemina Beneget, who, in a case where he was, the man was Menukhami uh, Ovoin when the original shtia was made, but she, he's no longer Menukhami Ovoin, he did an Aveira himself, no longer Menukhami Ovoin when she'll do the Aveira later. Zok, the Mechareva, according to the Shita Sayu Shalmi, the word will be Boidi. But since the Yushalmi holds that it's the original shtia that does the job, that puts the Koyach HaMemis within her, so therefore you look at what the husband was like when the original steer was done at that time he was not coming oven so the Yusham will hold that he'll die the Bavli the Bavli holds you have to look at her matzah actually his matzah in the Nukami oven look what he is like later when she does the sin the affair later because then the water is ma'ar and returns with such groin like Rashi says and therefore the Bavli is going to hold like we said the Bavli will hold that if he's not Nukami oven at the later time then the water will not be poetic some of Kroenim want to offer a similar discussion when they get to answering a very big kasha on the Sugyan Hebeis, which the Mishlamach discusses. Uh, the Gemara on the battle of the Omer on the Beis brings in a whole machlegas Tanoim if an Isha is Shai Savishoyne. There's actually several, three opinions in the Tanoim, a whole different view. And uh, the Halacha we hold that sometimes, without getting into the details right now, that sometimes the Isha could be Shai Savishoyne. That there are times when she drank once because she had been done a Kinu Yastira. If later on she'll have a Kinu Yastira second time, so then she'll be shy sevashayna, and she'll be drink a second time for the second kinu yastira. If Frech the Mishlamach, in the name of the Ma'arit, he brings a very big kasha, according to the way the Raman passes the we pass the like a mayor, that when the woman drinks the original shtia, she says, Amen, Amen, and one of the implications of Amen, Amen is, Amen, Shaloy, it's Macy, Amen, Shaloy, et ma, Amen, that I'm not metame yet, Amen, that I won't be tummy in the future, and that we had the whole Gemara, Bavli, Yushalmi, we have all these Gemaras, that the halacha is, that if she will be Mazana later in the future, then the water will be baidik her later on then. The original shtia, which, so to speak, remains within her, we baidik her later on then. So what's the whole nafkamin of the Gemaras? Child of the Machloikas, if a lady is shy, of a shayna. Who cares if she's shy, of a shayna? She doesn't need to be shy, of a shayna. She doesn't need a second drink, because the original drink has the koyach on lahaba, lafi, that which we pass on lahaloha, like a mayor. So this first, first drink was curled that koyach. Why would I ever need, where would it ever come up that he would have to be mashka her a second time? Where's it going to come up bachlal if the first drink had the koyach, the yibaydika for the future, the dan, that we pass on like a mayor? That's the kasha of the achrayim. And this, one of the trutzim, there's a number of trutzim, one of the trutzim that it suggests, and the meroyim saw that, that it's 
Siv wants to say the following teret. He says, and he tells the Yisoy, which some other Achrenim hold of as well, and that is that this din, that the husband has to be menukam it has to be free of sin himself, in order for the water to be effective on the wife, they want Nimon that this din allows, lends itself to a tshuva. That's if the husband had, had episodes, some type of a giliarias at some earlier point in life, and then he shoved the tshuva, so that by the time that the water, the wife drinks the water, he no longer has the Aveir in Shemayim because he was shoved the tshuva, so they learned that a tshuva could help Benigat to restoring the Shem, the Menukam Avon, back on the husband. Based on this, the Menoim Isad, the Nitziv, wants to say that the Nafkimina of drinking a second time, making her drink a second time, is a simple case. So what happens if Bishas, when she drank the first time, and she made the whole Shavuah, I mean, that I'm not Tomei now, and I mean, that it won't be Tomei in the future, but it was inspired, the husband admits later on that he wasn't Menukam Avon at that time. He had an Aveir of Gilearias on his Cheshman, so of course the water wasn't going to be Poydik, because he had Aveir of Gilearias on the Cheshman. What later on the husband does tshuva, he manages to shove the tshuva, slime a complete tshuva, and then she uh, becomes a kini astira, a saita a second time. Zoktov then the nitziv, that in such a case, the original shtia is not going to be able to be effective as a delayed action mechanism, like a mayor shita, because since the husband was not menukami often bashasta shtia, it comes out that the shtia was like a, so to speak, a shtia psula, so to speak, and it made it's no good, and it won't be able to achieve the later on killing of the woman, even if later on bashas when she does the Avera, at that time he's already Menukhamei Ovein, not to make a difference, because the Shaz the Shtia, he wasn't Menukhamei Ovein, so the Shtia couldn't get the Kerech HaMemes. So therefore, in such a case, he knows that he originally was, was, wasn't Menukhamei Ovein, and now he did Shuvah, so he's Nashki, his wife, a second time Zokter, and that second Shtia, that's going to be determined by whether the husband is Menukhamei Ovein right now, at the present time, of the second Shtia. So that's where it's negated to have a second Shtia, Zokter itself, even though, according to Reb Meir, usually would not need it, because the original Shtia is Negeya to Mevar on the present at the time of the original Shtia and also Lahabo for the future. One final point on this is a Rogachov in the Tzofnath Paneach that wants to use this same type of Yesoid in order to infer a difficult Sefri. In Sefri in Parashas Nosoi says that what we say to the woman, Yitin Hashem Oisach, Laolova Lashvua, Besoich Amech, Besoich Amech, within your nation. So the Sefri Darshins, Besoich Amech, Veloi, Bazman Hazer. You know, presumably only when the Yidin are collected in Eretz Yisrael, Beshas Abayas, and not Bazman Hazer when the Yidin are in Golos and there's no bias, and there, there is no Din Soidah. All the Beforshim ask on the Sifri, it's a big question. Of course, you can't have the Mincha Saito, you can't have the Ashkwas Saito, the whole thing can't be fulfilled. All the Protem need a base of Mikdash. So, how could it possibly be that there's even a Hanva Mina to be Mashka Saito to Manhazer? What does the Sifri have to say? The Rogachov and the Sahabanech wants to suggest that this Sifri can be forever as long as you want to say that it goes like a mayor. So, we're talking Zokter that we she had a hashkuas hasoita before the Beit Hamikdash was charev, and at that time the coin was mashbia her, and she answered omen omen, which was the acceptance of a shua sai benigir to the past, whether she was a soita at that time, and sai should be since in the future the water would kick in and be effective later on. So what happens? Doctor Rogachov that the bias will be charev, and then after the bias is charev, then she's mivaneh. So over there she already went through the seder of the hashkuas hasoita, where we went through the offering of the carbon of mincha, and you know all those problems already taken care of. Hashem Hamikdash. Then Doctor Zafriya. 
Yanaya Koyach, that even, uh, that even though, according to Rameya Shita, Be'etzim, the water should have had the Koyach, to Yemeimis her right now, after the Churban Apayas, because he already went through all the Protomet, she had already Hashko earlier on, Afal Pikain is a new dinner, Besaych HaMeich, that the water will only actively be effective, as long as she Besaych HaMeich, when there's not Apayas, when the Yidna Rav Mosan, Mashenkin, the Yidna go into Golos, so the water won't be effective, even the Hashko that she did early on, won't be effective, Afal Pikain is a and that's the Chiddush is a free, because it's lacking in this din of You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.